you are lucky. What? what Because nobody can smell how bad you smell besides me right now. I... Damn. Yeah. Hit the theme music. Summertime. You don't actually smell. <laughs> Mike, is this because I want them that long monologue to you about my new... About my cologne? No, no. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Calvin Klein, Eternity <laughs> Summer. Yeah, Gabriel gave me a very long uh, uh, Jeremiah on his... Uh, a Jeremiah? On his, on his uh, thing. Yeah, it's not literally a Jeremiah at all. What's, a, what's a Jeremiah? A Jeremiah is like a long, like, kind of like sermonous, like, like angry, like, kind of like speechifying thing that you give to somebody. Like, if, like... You know, at church, like if you had like an old fire and brimstone kind of dude, uh, pastor, like he'd be like, he'd give you like a long Jeremiah. This is very sure. Welcome, listener readers. Hello, everyone. To Jeremiah's Slow Readers, your weekly fast paced literature podcast. Brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. This is the only explicit literature comedy podcast on all of iTunes, all of Stitcher, all of Spotify. Don't even try to fact check that. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, bros. Fuck you, Overdue. Fuck you, Boozy Brunch Book Club. Fuck you, Reese Witherspoon. That's the Hello Sunshine Book Club. Is that? Okay, it's a different one. I don't know what the I don't know if she's a podcast. Doesn't she? I don't think so. Okay. She's busy. She's Reese Witherspoon. All right, and before we introduce ourselves, if you like this shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, we want you to hit one button. If you're already down after all that. It's a little button called five stars. Yeah. Where basically it just, it makes us know that, you know, you're out there listening and you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, if you just, just press one button to support our show. If you haven't done it already, please do it right now. Mm-hmm, Stop whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, unless you're driving behind a big wheel four rig thinger. Yeah. And- press one button, press a star count, write a review for us, press subscribe. And if you write a review for us, you can be just like Johnny No Thumbs and Kiara Talent, who are <laughs> our number one and two fans. Yes. Not in that order. Number one and two. Uh, personally, I mean, Johnny No Thumbs is right now kind of like absolutely, I mean, he's killing it. Yeah, he's crushing it in yeah. life at large. Yeah. I don't know why I always wait until when we're recording when that's like, oh, I should be like looking for those. Yeah. With you. And Why thanks, they, Kiara. They this, never... this one goes out to you, homie. Yeah, Kiara, you're cool. I mean, I'm not really proud of that episode, but all right. <laughs> Gabriel, mm-hmm. who are you, a mysterious person? Oh, fuck. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer and a podcast producer. And if you're a hankering for some Everybody Eats Wings or Sandwiches, as well as our wonderful frozen vodka lemonades, come to the bar at Oyster House, where I'm slinging drinks. Yeah, I mean, get the... Get either the cheeseburger, the uh, fried, the fried uh, chick, uh, chicken sandwich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm. <laughs> I like. Um, I that was like a fucking thing I went through just because you mentioned that, and I was like, oh, I love that chicken sandwich. It's really good. It's such a good chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm Daniel Gonzalez. Hello, Daniel. Uh, an audio producer, editor, writer, and an author of fiction of Tor. And this is the Tor Show. Ding ding ding. DJ Tor Show. Gabriel. Yep. Well, unfortunately, we don't have our lovely guest from last time. Yeah. But we're pushing forward with the mm-hmm. other thing we had last time. Just two dudes in a walk-in closet. <laughs> I like how I emphasized thing. It made me think it's like I referred to Christy as a thing. You're, yeah. You're not a thing except for a cool thing. Mm-hmm. That's a, a wild thing, maybe. A wild thing. Um, but, but we're going but, but, but. The whole song. Do it. Wild thing. Oh, keep going. I don't know anymore. All the verses. There are verses? There are words to that. I think I always confuse a funky, cool Medina. Some silly white boy rap Funky thing. Funky Gold Bundy. No, it's, 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 he's an African American. He's he a black is? guy. Yeah. Oh. Funky Cole Medina. Fucking goddamn Apple or iPhone 11, whatever it is. I have oh, so many accidental. I have so many accidental pictures of like my background just because like the fucking 
the lack of buttons. Anyway. Sure. Uh, we're continuing the yeah. series that we started last week. Did we name this little mini series? No, we didn't. Um, I mm. mean, we could do it now. We could call it Murder Bot Cast. That's too easy. How about Wells, Wells, Wells? Welly, welly, wells. Well, let's see, well, let's see, well, let's see. Well, welly, welly, wells. No, that's from A Clockwork Orange. Okay, yeah. that's how it went. Um, we'll, Medibot. We'll discuss that later. God sure. damn it. How fucking dare you? Whatever. We'll call it, we'll call it sex series <laughs> okay i don't know sure Jesus. Mm-hmm. but gabriel the red shoe murder bot diaries last week yeah what we covered uh novella of like the fucking decade uh science fiction blockbuster hit book one of the series uh well the book is all systems read the series is called the murder bot diaries uh-huh. by martha wells by martha martha Mar- martha why do you say that name why do you say the name martha yeah. We're big fans. Big fans of Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh and Gabriel, um I gave some I gave some little facts on Martha Wells's background from last week. You sure as fuck did. Um yeah, I'm curious. You did research this time. Mm-hmm. What did you fucking do? Well, Daniel, I did a little bit of everything, but mostly what I researched was Tor, mm. which is, you know, most well known as the publisher of much science fiction and of the Murderbot Diaries. Yes. Big, big, like, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Torah aesthetic, even though I hardly ever read their books. Mm-hmm. So here we go, there's a bit of information. So Tom Doherty, born April 23rd, 1935, is an American publisher and the founder of the science fiction and fantasy book publisher, Tor Books. Mm. Tom Doherty was a book salesman in the 50s and 60s and would go on to become a publisher of Tempo Books in 72 and the science fiction imprint Ace Books in 75. Okay, I've heard of Ace. Yeah. In 1980, he left Ace to establish Tor Books, his own company. Um, much later on, in 2005, he eventually was awarded a World Fantasy Award in the Lifetime Achievement category at the World Fantasy Convention for his mm. contributions in the fantasy genre. So Tor is a mm. word from Old English. It means the peak of a rocky hill or a mountain, which is why Tor's logo is okay. a mountaintop. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Tor Books was sold to St. Martin's Press in 87 and then became part of the Holtzbrink Group which is now part of Macmillan Books, mm. the famous, enormous Macmillan Books. Macmillan's, yeah. Yeah, they're one of the big, big, big seven or whatever. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's a big seven or four. Big, it might be big It four. might be down to four at this point. Oof. I don't know. But it's like, it's like Penguin, uh, Penguin Random House is like the number one. Mm-hmm. And then it's Macmillan. And then it's like probably at least one of the other ones is like primarily like children's or probably like, like Scholastic or something. Scholastic, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we, Daniel and I used to work in, in, in publishing. In publishing. Sort of. Kind of, sort of. Sort of. Sort anyway. Of. Yeah, um, so in June 2019, fun fact, Torn other Macmillan imprints moved from the Flatiron Building, I know I know it is in Flatiron, New York City, mm. to bigger offices in the Equitable Building and Financial District in Lower Manhattan. Sure. Yeah, I like the Flatiron. Great building. Yeah, Flatiron. I think I'm going to stay in a hotel there uh, in a really? couple weeks. Really? Yeah. Nice. Is it a... a... Yeah, it's, it's the, it was very cheap, hmm. and I'm very suspicious about it, or I, I rented a, a place that's called The Artist where it's like a single like queen or twin or whatever cool. it was, but it was it was relatively cheap. Great Home Depot right by there. Okay. And Shake Shack. I'll be sure to go there. Hey, that's where me and <laughs> me and old friend of the show Ibrahim used to buy all of our uh, our rig equipment. Oh. Anyway, oh. Doherty continues as president and publisher of Tom Doherty Associates LLC and publishes under Tor, Forge, Orb, Starscape, and Tortine imprints. I'm sorry, those are the uh, those are the the subsidiary imprints. Yeah, all under so, Tor is under Tom Doherty Associates. Okay, but which is all part of Macmillan, etc. Tor Forge, etc. Yeah. So Tor Books itself has won the Locus Award for best sci-fi publisher twenty nine years in a row from nineteen eighty eight <laughs> to twenty sixteen. Wait, a I Pixar wonder what happened in twenty seventeen. <laughs> Did they like just give up? Twenty seven? Did maybe they? We, 
That was what a year they published nothing but like hentai. <laughs> Maybe it was Tor.com. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, Tor.com. Actually, fun enough to mention that. Tor.com is a separate but related entity. Mm-hmm. It's a sci-fi and fantasy magazine that was established in July 20th, 2008. And as of 2014, reports having 1.5 million readers a month. Mm. So here's how they describe themselves on their own website. Tor.com is a site dedicated to sci-fi, fantasy, and all aspects of SF slash F fandom. We publish original fiction and art as well as reviews and commentary on books, stories, movies, comics, and related topics. Tor.com is a publisher neutral, and we operate in our own special corner of Macmillan, the publishing company that also encompasses Tor books. Mm-hmm. Only a little bit more. By March 2018, Tor's record had increased to 579 nominations and 111 wins across mm. 16 tracked awards and covered genres, with a total of 2,353 published novels written by 576 authors. Mm-hmm. That's all about Tor. And I have some extra fun little bits that I discovered while searching Martha Wells. <gasps> fun fact time. Yes. So Martha Wells said this of the creation of the Murderbot Diaries. Okay. This novella came out of nowhere. When I was in the middle of writing the climax of my next fantasy novel, I thought, I'll just write down a few lines, but I don't forget this before I have time to come back to it. And before I knew it, I had five pages written. I went back to it the day after I finished a rough draft of the novel and fell into a new world. I'm thrilled and delighted that this novella and a sequel could find a home at Tor.com. I hope people enjoy reading about Murderbot as much as I enjoy <clears throat> writing about it or writing it. Mm-hmm. And here are three questions that were from an interview of Martha Wells from Tor.com. Uh-huh. And they're all fun shit. So question. What drew you to the idea of a century in AI? What's something you hope readers take away from the person character of Murderbot? Martha Wells. The original idea that I started with in All Systems Red was about an enslaved security person and a sentient AI fit the best of what I wanted to do. I would hope for people to think about how the corporations in the story decide who gets to be human and who doesn't, and how their society got to that point, and realize how that happens here in our world. Mm-hmm. Tor, what existing media comes closest to the rise and fall of Sanctuary Moon, um, Murderbot's favorite uh, soap opera? Yeah. I'd always envisioned one of those historical K-dramas, but in space. Martha Wells, it's based loosely on nighttime mystery dramas like How to Get Away with Murder, which that's... Great. Uh-huh. And there's a show mentioned in Network Effect that's more a K-drama. And last question. If Murderbot were on this world, what media do you think it would rewatch to calm down? Martha Wells' response? The great British baking show, Smiley Face. Oh, Martha. Martha. Martha, writer Morning. of... Morning. Of, of young adult uh, book about sexy teen shapeshifters. Yeah, is that what that fucking thing is? It's some damn thing. I, don't know. I thought it was about Il- dragon people. Hillary. I, I would always see those book title covers somewhere. I, um, Rakshasa? Rakshasa? Rakshasa. Something like Rakshasa. that. Uh, but yeah, I'd say it looks like either like a dragon flying, then you look at it and it's like, oh, it's like some like sexy boy dragon thing. Sexy boy uh, dragon thing. And I, uh, uh, whole song, whole song, all the verses. I don't know anymore. You gotta do all the verses, well, I'm man. Some, I'll, I'll just play it out loud. Don't you start. I'll, I'll do a karaoke version of it no, on, on no. air. Like, all right. Only Never if you, get sued. Only if you know the ma- the words by heart. You can do a oh, I'll have version. that. I'll get this. I'm sure there's a YouTube karaoke of it. Yeah, I know. But only, yeah, but I'm, I'm giving you... I'm giving you the rule. Are you throwing down a gauntlet? I'm throwing down the gauntlet. You can do it, but that. How about if I lose the game, I have to do it? Yeah, but there is no losing. I mean, it's like, even if you have like is negative, is it not 10 a losing points, game? Is not it really? Is it, is it the gatekeeper? It's gatekeeper. All right. What else is it gonna be? I love doing gatekeeper. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what if you decide to do a wordplay game like I do? I never do wordplay. I don't do wordplay. Oh, I'm bad at wordplay. For sure. Gabriel. That's why I always play it with you. Gabriel. Go on. What? So Martha Wells is cool. Martha Wells. We're doing a little a little book. We're doing part two of the Murderbot Diaries, mm-hmm. and it's called. And I, 
have to remember this every time. Yes. I have to stop and think about it. Artificial condition. Yes. AKA artificial conditioner. Sure. Which is what I always want to say every time. Dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. Gabriel. Yeah. So, um, I, well, you do the research. I'll, I'll try my best to kind of remember what the fuck happened in this. I'll uh, fill in holes. Also, I want to say... Um, I'm the toothpaste in the hole. Last time I read the uh, All Systems Red in an ebook because the ebook's only like four bucks and shit yeah which is awesome and then i discovered very quickly how much i don't like reading ebooks mm-hmm. uh i'm not yeah which is kind of ironic considering the fact that you know all my books are in ebooks right it now just but... me have to get used to it, yeah i'm not i'm not quite used to I, if i had an ipad yeah oh yeah you don't have an ipad that's right no i don't even like my big stupid phone is is like didn't you whatever. have like two back home in pennsylvania yeah i used to what happened to it? Uh, well, the one, huh, well, the the one was one of those shitty AT and T things where my mother, when she, cause she, uh, I, I think we were on the same plan or whatever, and we upgraded. We're on the same planet. We like... upgraded. We're from the same planet, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when when she upgraded, like they they did that shitty thing. It's like, do you also want free iPads? And she said yes. Even though I think if I if I was there, I was probably like, you shouldn't say yes to that. Mm-hmm. And, and then she and then we were paying it monthly, you know, a thing. So like at some point we we said like, hey, we don't want it. We want the same art. They're like, okay, give it back, please. Oh really? Yeah. That happened to me. Except um um I ended up paying for it, but the problem was I was accidentally paying for service for it for two years. Yeah, that's so the for thing. twenty bucks I was paying without realizing it an extra twenty bucks a month for extra service on my fucking iPad. Yeah, no, I, that that was, I was an, furious. That was another shitty thing. Is that like those? It was like the mini thing of Bob. Where yeah, anyway, it fucking sucks. I love my iPad. Um, I, I kind of want to get like another regular size iPad. Essentially, yeah. they're not that much. I just want a regular yeah. Wi-Fi one. Yeah, it's great. I love my iPad. Yeah, I, I would use it to get anyway. Uh, Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? Oh, this one. Yeah, you read it on ebook. This one though. on your phone. Uh, uh, yeah, my, the last one. Or um, maybe I think I had to do it on my laptop because I couldn't. I, yeah, you can't I read hate, on your. Phone. I, I can't read on my phone. On my I can't do phone. it on my phone. I, I try and do it every now and then if I find it very distracting. Yeah, Gabriel, I hate it. This time though, uh, I was listening to the audiobook. Read by who? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me. I can look up his name. Um, I also found out in the process of doing this that you can beat. Uh, the new Resident Evil 3 remake in about mm-hmm. the same time it takes to listen to an entire uh, Martha Wells uh, about novella. About three hours? Yeah, like a three, three and a half hours or something mm. like that. Like a little more. Let's see. Lately, I've been listening to the You Must Remember This series about Polly Platt while playing Streets of Rage 4. It's a great to, combo. I've been wanting to listen to that. I'm, I'm behind on it's my It's so good. It's right fantastic. I haven't, I haven't listened to the fi- finished versions of Guru yet. Like you, you hear them uh, like the really... Even more the dark shit that happened behind the scenes in Paper Moon. Yeah. Oof. Oh, I love that movie. It's, that's like one of my that. all-time favorites. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, narrated by Kevin R. Free. Mm. Um, good reader. I really liked him. He was very enjoyable. Kevin R. Free sounds like a um a talking ape named Kevin, and the first thing he <laughs> says when he escapes his cage. Kevin R. Free. Kevin R. Free. I want to point out when I did that, when I did that gorilla character right there, I, He's a I, robot. I, I spoke with my hand. Yes. Which is a reference to Congo. Sure. Suck on that. Go ahead. That's it. All right. Artificial condition. Let's 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 glaze on the head. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. So artif- yeah. artificial condition and help me out what shit I missed, right? Okay. So um we kind of pick up like literally exactly where the last book left off. Where mm-hmm. our 
basically mainly unnamed protagonist who is a sec unit. Yes. Which is basically like kind of like a like a it's a construct, essentially like an android that's yeah. kind of uh, repurposed and programmed specifically for like security. Yeah, in this futuristic, almost cyberpunk kind of world, in like yeah. people th- travel through space. Um, a sec unit, a construct, is basically a RoboCop. He's a cy- he, she, yeah. they is a cyborg who, at this point, at the beginning of this book, has become freed because they are owned property, and now they are free. Mm-hmm. Murderbot, as Murderbot refers to themselves, yeah. is now free after having been bought out by a contract and escaping. Yeah, which is what happened in the last one. Also, uh, yeah, very specifically. Um, Murderbot, who I always refer to as like when like female pronouns, but like I also have that reprogram right now, and then I have a male voice doing the characters. Now it's, I'm just way off. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that last time. Yeah. Read a book, guys. Yeah. Oh my God, Jesus. Uh, but specifically, or the... play RE three and listen to a book. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Murderbot says um, that uh, they're a bad uh, uh, Murderbot essentially because mm-hmm. the because it was able to hack its governor module. Yes. Which is basically sp- like. It's kind of like control for like make sure it's doing its job or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 his Asimov rules button. Yeah, essentially, and and, and essentially being a rogue sec unit, mm-hmm. uh, it's you it's being rogue by essentially downloading hours and hours, hundreds of hours of essentially like. Yeah, Shonda Rhimes shows apparently. Yeah, yeah Shonda Rhimes shows. Yeah, it. like I'm like that's that's wonderful clarification that like he watches like like Grey's Anatomy basically or or How to Get Away with Murder. That's yeah. awesome. Exactly. Like specifically, Murderbot says, "I I want sto- I like unrealistic space. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Space operas, essentially, mm-hmm. because like it doesn't want anything too like realistic, whatever." Yeah. So, um, so we essentially start literally pick off right where the last one ended, where essentially, uh, Murderbot kind of just like jumps on like some cargo ship mm-hmm. and just kind of heads off in a direction. Yeah. Right? Uh, and we kind of pick up there, and essentially we have this idea that Murderbot wants to explore its um, it's kind of like murky past event where essentially something happened where it like went haywire and killed like dozens of humans that you're supposed to be looking after there's a mysterious point in murderbot's deleted memories where murderbot um gum hacked its own governor module because it, it was involved in some kind of unintentional probable probably unintentional uh-huh. mass murder yes um and basically it uh, Murderbot says, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go there and find out what happened. That's yes. its first its first action as a free bot. Yeah, uh, Android construct, whatever. construct, um, <laughs> Robocop, uh, and killing then, machine. And then we discuss. And then uh, basically, uh, a voice starts talking to Murderbot. Yeah, Murderbot. Murderbot hitches a ride on an empty transport. Yeah, and, and a, mur- a voice starts talking to him, and it ends up being the basically like the AI of the ship or whatever." Mm-hmm. And uh, for like the first like third of this book, it is essentially just these two. It's this android and like essentially this cyborg. Th- cyborg, android, cyborg. What's the difference between an android and a cyborg? An android is fully mechanical. A cyborg is part human. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually mean cyborg. Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cyborg. Uh, that essentially that like yeah, a cyborg and an AI uh, and going back and forth like one not trusting the other and whatnot and like the AI being very curious yeah. about 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 uh, Murderbot. And also has this really interesting thing where it also wants to watch TV, yeah. but it watches TV. It needs to watch Murderbot along with the show to get what it's watching. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and yeah, they, they they become slowly prickly friends. Yeah, reluctant friends. They're they're a real odd couple. They are. Um, and and uh, Murderbot calls uh, uh calls the AI art, which stands for asshole research transport. There you go. 
clearly because Murderbot's kind of annoyed by it. And like basically Art... Yeah, it's kind of nosy and it's kind of um uh, like a little condescending. Yeah. But it, just, it fundamentally just wants to be helpful. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, and yeah, so it, and basically Art essentially goes, hey, by the way, if you want to actually go incognito, you look like every other sec unit out there. So let yes. me kind of like change you up a little bit. And like the sec, the, like the murder bot essentially is like, nah, I don't want to, but I guess I will. Mm-hmm. Goes into it, gets kind of cha- gets like thicker eyebrows or whatever. Yeah, I guess it, it grows <laughs> arm hair. It, sh- it loses like a couple inches in height and like like limb length, and decides to learn how to walk more like a human. Yes. All right. And uh, let me try my best to go through the rest of it because it's it's fairly. I don't say it's plotty. fairly straightforward. It's it's yes, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. We're essentially like. Um, to get into, I don't even remember the name of the place it's getting into for, to like, to explore like the mines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, not really. Yeah, same here. Uh, Ravi Hyralt? No, is that so, it? Something like that. Yeah. But to get to like the mining area to like kind of explore what happened, you know, with like all this, this mass killing that it did. Um, it kind of has to pretend to be a augmented human yeah. to kind of help these, like these scientists who kind of need something in the area. They believe that their employer, Tlacy. Yeah. Love um, that name. Tlacy. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it, like, I was thinking, hearing the name, I was like, is it literally just spelled like Tlacy? Tlacy. And then I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Tlacy, like for some reason it's like withholding like information and like payment or whatever. Yeah. It's a research team that hires Murderbot because he just needs the transport and he also needs like papers to get on another board to get to the research station. And they're kind of like a bunch of young, like, like, you know, optimistic, optimistic, naive researchers, researchers who are like, oh, yeah, we just want to get our data back. And they're kind of threatening us mm-hmm. and we need security, but we can't pay you much. And Murderbot's like, oh, damn it. These are these are just a bunch of dumb kids who get themselves fucking killed. Yeah. All right. I'm 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 in. But I'm really mostly in it for myself, but I also don't want you to die. Yeah. And also it's doing its best to pretend not to be a suck unit, a mm-hmm. rogue suck unit. Um, More like a suck unit. And it basically goes along and whatnot. Um, Murderbot gets to like the mining operation and here my memory is kind of drawing a blank. Because... I can take over from here. Yeah, go ahead. So they arrive at the mining at their, at, at their destination. And before Murderbot goes off to do the mining research into where the incident happened, he escorts the research team to the drop, basically. Mm-hmm. The whole time Murderbot's like, this is a trap, this is a trap, this is a trap. Mm. And they're like, well, no, we just want our data. Um, there is a awkward drop where Murderbot is correct. It's not quite a trap, but uh-huh. Talacy and Dragoons are like, yeah, we're not giving you your shit. Um, we'll talk to you later. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll meet up later, maybe. And uh, Murderbot realizes that they're being watched. And in fact, of course, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Talacy leaves and Murderbot ushers the young research team towards like, like a safer area, but going through tunnels and in said tunnels, Murderbot like fucks the shit up of a bunch of people who attack them, mm-hmm. and like pr- thus proving that it was in fact a trap. Yeah, it, it was also clearly a trap because uh, Talacy's people essentially like fucked with like their like space travel mabob. So like yeah, essentially he tried to kill um, Talacy tried to kill them initially by blowing up their transport. Yeah, and uh, Murderbot had to essentially just like like let Art into itself to kind of like like get like the ship to like it had like three seconds yeah. to, like, to get the ship. Art basically up, is just kind of like his um his. As they said in a uh, in Spider Man Homecoming, guy in a chair, uh, kind of like feeding him info. I get it. So, um, like it's an oracle. There you go. It's an oracle. I got that reference. <laughs> Yay, yeah. Batman. Anyway, um, in addition to that, there is a a a sex bot, a comfort yes. unit who is working at Lacey, who just kind of like 
eyes murder bot. They kind mm. of like eye each other suspiciously, but move on. Yeah. You get the sense that, um, I forgot if, if it was necessarily that Talesi knew that Murderbot was a sec unit or like, you know, they have suspicions that there is this rogue sec unit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like essentially, yeah, like uh, Talesi brings over, brings a comfort unit, which is not necessarily like a combat unit or whatever. Yeah, it's a sex bot. Yeah. But essentially it's the whole idea. It's like, I don't want to kind of like waste humans for this essentially, yeah. which is interesting. So basically just to hurry this forward. Yeah. Um, Almost the entire research team, like um. A murderbot ushers the research team, who now realize that they're not going to get their research. They're fucked. Mm-hmm. He gets rid of them. They get on the transport and leave. Murderbot goes decides to do um their research. They go down to the mines with Art's help, and they explore the scene and realize that it was just and through a bunch of awful corporate espionage, a sense of malware, um, comfort units accidentally let in some malware, which infected the security team, which meant. All of the sec units that were at that research base mm-hmm. all went haywire and all started like killing each other and all the staff. And the comfort units were the only ones who tried to stop them. Mm-hmm. So Murderbot realizes that it wasn't it wasn't themselves who committed a crime. It wasn't awful. It wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. But it was just more corporate awfulness. And Murderbot is still distraught to discover the truth, but at least knows it's not at fault. But it's still dissatisfied of the results yeah also kind of wants to find out like what was going on with like the malware wherever like where it came yeah. from so the mystery kind of continues exactly yeah. also, so anyway did you say that um that comfort unit was the same comfort unit who was involved in the in the, in the, the murders Is it was a... not okay i was gonna say like i don't, I don't I, if that was the case it's like a fuck no I there, there were comfort units okay. at the thing but you know that'll feed in later but not essential to this recap yeah um murderbot returns from the mines and discovers that one of the members of the research team stayed behind because there was an opportunity to get the data after all yeah murderbot tap tap on tapping tapping or something like tapan yeah. i don't know tap, like tapping zebridge tapping 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 tap the base tapping the base anyway so they um uh, Murderbot decides to help Tappan collect the research. Mm-hmm. Um, they stay overnight. The sex unit, um, the sex bot, talks to, briefly speaks to uh, Murderbot, trying to find out what's going on. And uh, Murderbot basically receives a message from it. And the message is basically, please help me. Uh-huh. Like, I'm here's malware because I'm supposed to send you malware because I'm owned by Talesi, uh-huh. but also, please help me. <clears throat> so they eventually go to the drop of sorts. And, uh, uh, Tappan gets captured because of course mm-hmm. and Murderbot goes to the rescue to this drop and uh, crazy violence happens um, mm-hmm. Murderbot fucks some shit up um, uh, Tappan gets hurt Murderbot brutally murders several people including Clacy yeah. <laughs> and Tappan's like oh man I'm dying but thank you um, Murderbot gets Tappan back home and mm-hmm. helps Tappan get better and then that's basically it Murderbot's like well I'm heading back off to the space See you soon, Art. Art's like, yeah, man. Next time I see you, let's totally talk. And uh, and also the the comfort unit uh, oh. essentially is like is like like basically gets what it wants. Essentially, it, it yeah. manages to get free. Essentially, in the same way that uh, that uh, Murderbot. Yeah, is. Murderbot. Like I mean, Art get rid of its governor module, and Murderbot decides to spare it because of what he because the comfort units were the ones who showed the most mercy in that mining experiment. Yeah. However, Murderbot was essentially like, yeah, smell you later. Essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Smell you later at the end. Yeah. And uh, and the, it, it ends, essentially. And um, and yeah. And then this... Yeah, the, Murderbot the just continues. goes off down, goes off yeah. Incredible Hulk style. Gabriel? Yes, Daniel. That was an excellent recap. Thanks, bro. But... I couldn't have done it by myself. True. But... Bert... We need to pump the brakes. Back We're going a little too fast here. This That's is true. This is slow readers, not fast readers. I mean, it's a fast-paced literature podcast. True. But we, but we are slow people. That's true. We're very slow. Yeah. Gabriel. 
How dare you? Mm-hmm. Gabriel. Yep. Uh, we're going to go on break. Go on break. We're going to do a game. Go on break. When we come back from the game. Okay. We'll talk about how we fucking feel Tight. about natural conditioner. Skrill. <laughs> what the fuck's it <laughs> yeah. called? Um, it's um, dry Art- shampoo, artificial conditioner. There you go. That's what it is. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, <laughs> artificial sweetener. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna come back. We'll talk about how we feel. It's the worst titles. It's the worst. It's the, yeah. We'll talk about that when we come back. Um, it's worse than Rick and Morty titles. Gabriel. Yep. Throws to break. All right. And we're back. Hello, everyone. Dear listener readers. I'm still Gabe. I'm still Daniel, too. Slow readers. readers. We're the fast pace never stops. Yes, that's true. And we talk about books. We talk about barks. Gabriel. Yep. We play a game. We do. We play lots of games. Uh Uh-huh. And Gabriel. Yep. One of the games Mm -hmm. that I is my immediate go-to right now. Because it's a good one. It's a good one. It works. And it's fun to put together and it's fun to play, I think. Yeah, I think so. Gabriel. Yeah. Time for another Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. Keeper, gatekeeper, an avalanche of dogs. Yeah, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. We play a game called Gatekeeper. And gatekeeper. How you, gate what? Say gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. <laughs> gatekeeper. <laughs> gate, gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. Peep this game. Okay. All right. So gatekeeper is uh-huh. the game where basically I will give you ten gates, aka hints, yeah. that you will select at random. Mm-hmm. That basically hint towards. Like the solution, an answer. Yes. And it's uh, I'll give the subject what it is that you need to guess, mm-hmm. essentially. You ask a broad question with a very specific answer. Yeah. Sometimes not even a question. It's more like a just Name a the statement. thing. Name, yeah. the, name the thing, essentially. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you start with 10 points. Okay. If you choose for every gate, mm-hmm. you can pass, mm-hmm. you lose a point. Yep. Or you can make a guess and you lose two points and move on to the next stage. Okay. If you want... You can ask a yes or no question, yeah, huh? but it'll cost you five points. Okay. Uh, also, you can guess at any point, and basically, yeah, if you win, yeah, you don't get any points. The point is just to get as many points as possible. Yeah, it's a high score game. game. Uh, your high score so far right now is seven. Seven? Yeah, right. That was a very good one. I forget which one that was. I already forgot as well. Uh, right and, into us. And Gabriel, yep. like always, mm-hmm. I'm both like, it's like, I, I, I'm thinking like, oh God, you're either going to, this is going to be very easy or difficult. I'm so nervous. Okay. But okay. Okay. You're going to love us. Gabriel. Sure, sure, sure. Murderbot Diaries. I forgot the title. I was going <laughs> to call it Martha something. Murderbot Diaries. Martha Bot Diaries. <clears throat> Murderbot Diaries. Yes. Um, I believe has been optioned for a TV show or Ooh. movie. So something is going to happen there. Of course. I mean, it's a moneymaker. Yeah. Gabriel, mm-hmm. many famous science fiction movies out there. Are based on literature in some for another. Okay. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. I need you to guess this science fiction adaptation. Okay. So you can guess either the name of the movie. Okay. So it's a movie. Or it is a movie. Okay. Specifically, not a TV show. Okay. Or specifically, how about this? Uh, it could be many forms, of course, mm-hmm. but specifically there is a movie. Sure. That is, for one reason or another, probably like po- po- popular or let's say like a classic movie or whatever. Gotcha. And it's based in some for another literature. Okay. Right. From now on, I'll, I'll refer to the original thing as source material. Gotcha. And I'll just call the other thing a, a popular movie or big, uh, a big movie. Popular the movie. movie. Classic movie. Classic movie. Whatever, sure. Something like that. Okay. So, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. I'll, I'll keep track of your points. Mm-hmm. So Gabriel, are you ready to play oh, Gatekeeper? Can, can, can I do can can I do a preliminary a preliminary swing? Uh, yeah, but it'll cost you five points. Okay, never mind. Go okay. on. Uh, you can do it after the first one. Okay. All right. You're gonna guess right away. Sure. Um, but that said, 
Also, I want to say, uh, definitely, you're 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 very much at least aware of the movie. Okay. So, like, it's not it's not something where it's like, ha, it's sure. the fucking you know whatever. Yeah, it's not some obscure ass thing. I would never know. Yeah. That said. Mm-hmm. Gabriel. Okay. Music. Music. DJ music. I want you to pick a number mm-hmm. between one and ten. Six. Six. Do do do. All right, hey, Bob. You have a very strong start, I believe. Okay. Okay. It's also like the shortest one, too. Okay. All right. The source material in film are science fiction horror stories. Okay. Mm, okay, that's... that's That does narrow things quite a bit. A horror story. Um, Alien is not based on a book. I, I'm or almost is certain. It? Or is it? But I'm almost certain it's not. Mm, I read that book, Shock, um, Shock Therapy or whatever. That really great horror history book. Not a lot of... Sci-fi horror based on a book. Okay, um, you know, um, let's pass it. Okay. Next, next game. So you're down to nine points. Gabriel, pick a number. One. One. Oops. There we go. All right. Here we go. Personally, I think you started the best way possible. Okay, great. All right. Number one. Mm-hmm. The source material is novella. Although you could also possibly consider it a short story. Okay. Uh, within recent years, a longer version of the story was discovered and published in 2019. A film based on this longer version is being made into a new film by Blumhouse, which is presently in the works. Like it has, it has nobody's really attached besides the fact mm. that's it. Interesting. Sorry, can you repeat the whole clue? So basically, the the source material is a novella, aka a short story, one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, and basically, there uh, in recent years, uh, a longer version of the novella was discovered and has been published in 2019, last year. Which that version is being made into a new movie by Blumhouse. Oh boy! Gosh, no, um, no, I, I, I need, I need more. Right. Um, did you do number eight? All right, down to eight. Okay, this might, this might be, this might be my chance to to beat my top score. Okay, Gabriel. Yeah. Pick a number. Uh, nine. Nine. Longer version of a short fiction. Gabriel, number yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the score for the film is considered a classic score. The music is uncharacteristic of its famous composer. Which, which, if 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 that's not a huge hint, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, but um, let's see. It might be a little too vague. I don't know. It might be too vague for me. Like a based on a short st- horror, famous composer. Boy, that's. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how many points you had. <laughs> I think I have eight right now. Yeah, we have seven actually. I have seven full. Okay. Short version, long version. Blumhouse. Based on a novel that's being made into a film by Blumhouse. It is a horror science fiction story. Boy. Uh, uh, a, a music score that is famous but uncharacteristic of its famous music composer, film composer. Okay, sorry. So. There's a new, the, so the, the the composer is for the new version. No, no, this is for uh, the, I'm specific for that one. Is specifically that's for the the, the popular one. The big okay. One. Okay. So there was a short story slash novella, yes. and there was an adaptation. The adaptation is the answer, and there's going to be a new one based on the new version. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong, that's more of like a hint because that's also theoretical. That could also just not happen. This new one, it's just in the works right now, and the the rights have been bought. Can I ask an innocuous question? 
as any yes or no question? No, just like a like a, a general one. Uh, I'll answer it if I if I if okay. it's okay. So is the longer version? It was written by the original author. Yes. yes okay. It was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it was basically basically like the author had apparently written a longer version and apparently shortened it to the published story, and Boy. that story is is was adapted into a popular science fiction movie. I don't know. I I, I feel like I'm like I. It's oh. not just that I'm drawing a blank. I'm also not that big a fan of sci-fi horror. You're not. I'm not. But you know the story. I'm sure I know it. Yeah. God damn. I Gab- don't... Gabriel, you know what? Beating the higher score, you can't always do it sometimes. That's, Maybe it's that's not fine. your game. That's fine. You know, you hate to see it happen, but it happens. Yeah. But I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to pass that one too. Okay. I, I don't I don't even have a guess. Gabriel, down to six. Shit. Pick a number between one and ten. Um, three. Okay. Okay. Hopefully this is a, this is a, this is good to help here. Okay. How the fuck did I? I'm not used to tire. Okay. <laughs> Gabriel, number three. Yes. Okay, you're, down to, you're down to six right now. Six points. The famous movie adaptation did poorly at the box office upon release. It also received lukewarm ver- uh, critical praise, which was somehow autocorrected to virtual. It received lukewarm critical praise at the time. Sure. With some reviewers calling it instant junk, a wretched excess, and one film magazine calling it the most hated film of all time. That, what? That was the initial release. It was poorly released when it came out. Oh. At a poor reception when it came out. God damn, I don't... But this is a famous movie. Mm. Shit, I don't know. I feel... When it first came out, it got the, the worst film. It... I don't know who... I don't know. Also, this must have been just when it came out, too, which is, like, it's clearly hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. Clearly it is, but, yeah. It basically... It had, like, people were just like, fuck this movie when it came out. I don't know. My God. This is, this is like, scratching my brain in circles. Like, my, 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 my brain is saying um, it's The Thing or it's Starship Troopers, but Starship Troopers was not a novella. That was a fucking novel. It wasn't a short story, and there wasn't a new version of it. I feel like I would have heard about a new version of a horror sci-fi story that... Mm, the bigger version came out in 2019. Yeah. Also, uh, by the way, it didn't have... I don't think it had, like, a really wide release. Oh, okay. it, it was, like... It had a weird thing. I was looking for this. I did, like, just, like, an hour ago. It, 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 like, it had a Kickstarter thing where it's like, hey, the new version, which has a different title... Um, came out and uh, and essentially was like it, it was like hey let's do it and you can like search for it on Amazon you can kind of see it but like it's not it's not like readily available and the review said it was the worst film of all time when it came when it came out one film magazine I forgot which one it was I think it was like a horror mag I didn't write down horror because technically it was part of the other thing sure it was like a horror film magazine called it the most hated film of all time which is clearly hyperbolic and it came out right 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 when it came out oh Mala texted uh, so yeah. I mean, hey man, if it's if you want to, no, I don't you, even have a yes or no. Boy, this is this is scratching my brain. I mean, hey man, you you know you only did seven that once. That's true. That no, I mean, I'm, I know it's gone now, but I, now now my goal is just to get it, because I, I know that like I might not get if all the clues, but that's highly doubtful. Um, okay, I got I got a pass. Okay. I don't even have a guess. So you're down to five. You're still in there. The Blumhouse thing is really getting at me too because they don't make that good movies. 
They no, they they do and they don't. They have an. In, well, we'll talk about it later. But like, they have an interesting thing where they produce like ninety percent junk and then like ten percent prestige films. Yeah, there's 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 like, so many possible options right now. I'm just not... like they'll put out like Jordan Peele movies, but then like yeah. also Veronica. I don't I'm know. just not landing on it. Gabriel. Yeah. I need you to pick a number. Okay. Between one and ten. Seven. Am I at five points? Number number seven. You're at five points, and oh uh, this one's probably not going to be much help. Fuck. Sorry. Uh, the author is American. None of the author's other materials well known, although many 20th century authors both praised and were inspired by the author's work, specifically science fiction writers. So that doesn't really help as much. Basically saying it's like the author of the original thing isn't terribly famous by present day standards, even though he was famous back in the day. Okay. I think I have a guess. Okay, Gabriel. You have five points. Mm-hmm. What is your guess? So quickly, can you run by all the clues again that I had? Okay. <clears throat> Uh, going top to bottom. Yes. The source material is a novella or a short story, depending on who you look mm-hmm. at. Uh, a new version of it that was longer by the same author was discovered recently and was published last year with the rights of it being bought by Blumhouse. Uh, the famous movie adaptation did very poorly at the box office upon release and had it received lukewarm uh, lukewarm praise, but with some like critical bone critics being very, very, very angry at the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the source material in film are science fiction horror stories, authors American, that thing I just said. The score for the film is considered a classic movie score, however, it's uh, considered unchar- uncharacteristic of its famous film composer. Okay, Daniel, I'm gonna make a stab. Okay. Is it The Call of Cthulhu? Gabriel? Mm-hmm. It is not Call of From Cthulhu. From the way you looked, you went left-right, like, what? Well, yeah, no, I thought about this, and I'm like, what movie is he talking about? Yeah, I, honestly, I, I thought there was one. Like, I'm, shit, okay. I mean, hey, that, all right, no problem. You lose two points. You're down right, to three so points. Sure, I might lose this one. Okay. Fuck. Okay. So you're down to three points, and you have to move on. Gabriel, pick a number between one and ten. Okay, um, two. Two, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The story has been adapted three times as films, including sequels or prequels. It's been adapted into three... Also, not including that one that's only theoretical right now. It's been adapted three times as films, Mm -hmm. with the middle adaptation being the most famous. Oh, that's not helpful at all. Oh, boy. It has three movies, technically all coming from this source material. Three movies. Sci-fi, horror, literature, based on a novella, a longer version. Oh, my God. I got nothing. Wow. Okay, I mean, if you got nothing, you want to just move on. Well, let me let me try to think about something. Like, I, I feel like you're still in the you're still in the, uh, the you, black here. <laughs> you know when you're trying to think of a word, and you and you, all you can think about is the wrong word. Uh huh. And so like, 2019. I feel like I wouldn't have missed this. I want to point out that's also something I didn't know. Oh, okay. Like, I had to look this up, and I was like, what the fuck? What? Okay, so that's and not a, very common. And technically, though. technically, there's also, like, a new version of this thing that's coming, coming out, out essentially. So. Famous score is the thing where I'm like, what? Sci-fi? Famous score? By a famous film composer. Is the score famous? The score's famous. Like, at least the main theme is famous. Also, like, famous as in, like, it's memorable and people will be like, like, oh, yeah, the, the score to that movie is awesome. I wanted to say Dune, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not Blumhouse. Um, fuck. 
Okay, um, next next gate. Okay, we're going down to two points. Still in the black. Still in the black. Still in the black. Gabriel, pick a number between one and ten. What haven't I picked yet? Uh, four, five, eight, and ten. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be maddening if you if you don't know what it is. Okay. Gabriel, you had two points. Mm-hmm. We covered a story for this show that is close to both the film adaptation and the source material. We covered the story? We covered a story that is very close in some way to both the film adaptation and the original source material. Uh, I don't know. Am I just fucking stupid today? Maybe. I mean, I'm, that, I'm, I'm, gonna be, f- I'm gonna be furious when I find out what it is. Oh, it'll be yeah, obviously. At this point, it'll be furious. It'll be frustrating. I, I also, it was one of those things where it's like I couldn't be too obvious about the movie because it'll be just too obvious. Like, I couldn't be like it stars this person. Oh man, a new version. See, like the yeah, I feel like the new their new version is something that I'm surprised that neither of us heard about. Oh, okay. I, I want to put that because you seem very hung up on that, and it's like yeah. it's like I, I think it, I'm, I'm stuck on the wrong clues. Maybe, yeah. Think about this. Science fiction horror. Science fiction horror. When it came out, it was poorly received. Mm-hmm. Uh, one second. I don't know which ones I said already. The film score, the, the, the film score, which is by a famous film composer. I'm guessing it's Morricone or something. It's it's Because it, he did. And what, what else <laughs> did we have? Uh, covered a story. We covered the story. Others oh, American. Didn't really help because I also haven't really heard of him all Related that much. Related to it. I mean, we've done like 170 episodes. We have. I might have forgotten. Even did the book. I also rewrote that to be more, more vague. vague because, like, essentially, it's like it's like I I feel like if I was if I added just like an extra word there, it'd be like painfully obvious. Daniel, I don't know. That's that's fine. I mean, hey, you got still at one. Okay. Right? So two two. You're down to one point. Yeah. Gabriel, pick eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have like you have two hints left. Two I like gates. to think that there are listeners out there who were like, "It's this, you fucking idiot." I hope so. Uh, okay, moving on. The famous movie adaptation came out between 1977 and 1985. 1977, 1985. Yes. So between Star Wars, 1985. God damn it. A science fiction horror movie. Mm-hmm. When it came out, it was poorly received. Yeah. Daniel, I'm gonna have to guess. Okay. And because it's been bouncing around my brain the whole time. Okay. Is it the thing? Is that your final answer at one yes. point? Yes. Yes. Gabriel, why didn't you guess that sooner? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got confused. I like no. I got hung up on the Blumhouse thing. That I know. Well, here's the thing. That is crazy, right? First yeah. off, the answer is the thing. And I said it out loud. Like, you did at gate three. You did. You said it out loud, and you weren't looking at my face when you said. When you said like it's another thing or Starship Troopers, and I was like. Uh-huh. And also, you said Morricone. Mm-hmm. Um, I said everything but the answer. You, yeah, and I, yeah. This it, is not. This is gonna be another thing for me. Like, like, like. Well, it's well. Here's the thing. I also there was a longer version of the story that came I out. I pulled out. Yeah. Well, again, like, it might have been done. It's it's thought to be like this was like an older version of the story. Who goes there? Okay. Yeah. Um, which I think you didn't hit that one. No. That, that, that question. Or I, I was gonna know, say I like, wouldn't have known. I was that. gonna say the title's completely different from the original material. I actually mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't actually know how much you knew about the uh, the uh, who goes there at all. Nothing. Um, but essentially, yeah, the. Apparently, like, there was a possibly an older version of Who Goes There 
uh, was discovered mm-hmm. and basically like kind of like auctioned or like there was a Kickstarter for it to get it published and get it edited and published. And it was just like released mainly to Kickstarter kickbackers and then like kind of has like a small release and whatnot. And like apparently Blumhouse bought up the rights. The title of that book, by the way, is Frozen Hell. Really? Yeah. Which is another thing I held back because I was like, yeah, Frozen Hell. I wouldn't I have known like... that either. Okay. Gabe. But uh, damn it. <laughs> that, that was actually crazy. All right. Let me, uh, let me read. Um, I, I overthought it. That was a thing. Like, yeah. like uh, I, I, I was like, well, the, the entire time, every round, I'm like, it can't be the thing. Is it the thing? It's not I, the thing. Out of curiosity, yeah. Is there just a kind of over, you're thinking that the thing was too I obvious? I overthought it. Like yeah. Okay. And I thought maybe like, like the, the, the answer kept them pinging in my brain was uh-huh. like, is life based on a book? <laughs> it's not alien. Not alien. Yeah. It's um, not Starship Troopers. Th- I guess I didn't realize it was a short story or novella. That's it. That's I had no thing. idea. Did you not know that? I did not know that. Oh, that's that. crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I just knew that it was, it was originally the thing from outer space. Oh yeah. There, there was three, uh, when I mean the th- three film adaptations, of course, I'm talking about the thing from outer space, the Howard mm-hmm. Hawks movie. Hughes? Hawks. I think it was Hawks, not Hughes. I've been Hawks. A bit crazy. Um, it was it was Hawks. It was Hawks. Uh, and then there and then there was a more faithful uh, story adaptation, which was 1982's The Thing, done by old boy John Carpenter. Great movie. Which is a hard time. I had a hard time trying to come up with like a clue to John Carpenter that wasn't too obvious as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Because uh, y- you know probably more about John Carpenter than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the 2011 version of The Thing. I, I was gonna point out. I was gonna add something to The Thing, but I wasn't too sure if like it's like none of the film adaptations had good re- uh, reception mm-hmm. when they came out. Yeah. People hated that movie apparently when it came out. Well, the the, the new one? Yeah, no, the 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 nineteen eighty two. Oh yeah, no, the original. Yeah, it it was received very badly. It, it came yeah uh, for people out there who don't know, it came out like the same year. There's like a bunch of like, like it came out the same year as fucking Blade Runner. Real, what a good year for Nin- fucking nine- sci-fi. Yeah, and they're all overshadowed by ET. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, but sp- the ones that you didn't... Uh, uh, yeah, what so are the other gates? Uh, the source material also inspired a haunt- haunted house attraction, cool. a video game, comic series, and a board game I really want. It also has a unofficial sequel that was very good because we did Things by Peter Watts. Yeah, that would have been that? extremely yeah. obvious. I, 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 th- things was awesome. I, I cut Again, out... listeners, if you, if you want, if yeah. you like the movie The Thing, read the short story... Um, things it's called. Yeah, things by Peter Watts. Watts spelled W A T T S. You can also like, like the riots. You can YouTube. You can YouTube like the audiobook essentially. Yeah, it's really excellent. It was really cool. Great uh, story. Yeah, I, I, people may want to read his fucking book Blindsight. Uh, the title of the source material is completely different from many of its film adaptations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that was you were right, right there. You're at one point. That was close, man. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I fuck like I'm gonna listen back and be like, yeah, I, I said, is, is it? The, it can't be the thing. I said that very early on. And you God said, damn it, Morricone, R.I.P. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's well, you know what that that was that was tense. Yeah, that was tense. We're all that sweating was, right now. I was getting really bummed out. Oof. I'm like, like, oh no, but like not like sad bummed out, but like, why can't I get this? <laughs> it was it was fresh. It was a game. It's because I knew it and I decided. <laughs> it wasn't it yeah. fuck i just want to say one thing before we end this is that uh this was the the most recent it was like the most recent uh uh cele- not most recent of course it's most recent but a celebrity death that actually made me gasp when i read it it's like any more coin died <gasps> he was ancient yeah he was ancient and he was gonna die sure Eli wallach's still alive like, right oh, fuck no he died when did he die he died uh, a few years ago oh sorry Eli. no yeah basically when anyone dies from the good and the bad and the ugly i'll be upset no Gabriel. Yeah. Good game. Yeah, hey. You, that was that was that was I a won positive. Yeah, that was a real time. Squeaker, man. But Ooh. Gabriel, good job. I was my own opponent in that one. That's it. We need to go to break. Okay. When we come back, we're gonna talk final thoughts and how you felt about this game. Cool. That was no, a long no, round. Yeah, it was. Alright, cool. Break. Boom. And we're back. Hi. To 
slow readers. What's happening? America's Fast Place Literature Podcast. We're talking about books. I'm exhausted after that game. Yeah, boy, wow. That was intense. It that really was, was. That was a real Frost-Nixon scenario. It was. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Who was Frost and who was Nixon here? Um, I think I'm clearly Nixon. Let me think. Um, Still haven't seen that movie. I mean, yeah, essentially you were undone by your own your own ego and your power. I was power. Voiced by my own petard. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel, yeah. this is a show where we talk about books. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel, yep. the book that we did, yes, sir. with its completely memorable title, mm-hmm. Artificial Condition. Brought to you by Maybelline. Brought to you by Maybelline. Mm-hmm. By Martha. Martha Wales. Gabriel. Yeah. First, I want to say something about the title. Please do. Because uh, I like All Systems Red had nothing to do with what happened in the last book, whatever. Nope. But it's like a fine title, whatever. Yeah. Um, this one, and also all the other ones and whatnot, Network Effect... Uh, exit strategy. These titles are terrible. I forgot what the next one's called. Does it matter? Book three. Book three. Murderbot three. For as great as Murderbot Diaries is, uh-huh. to have these titles be this bland is shocking. There's an interesting thing. Um, is uh, she doing it on purpose? Is it th- minimalism? I think so. Well, how about this? She might subscribe to like the whole like the George R. R. Martin thing, where George R. R. Martin says that like I want my titles to not tell what happens at all in the story. I, I think A Feast for Crows is such a phenomenal title for what happens in it. They have a ama- they, they have great titles, yeah. Like Feast of Crows, Dance of I think of Game Dragons. of Thrones is extremely subtle. That's a game pretty of, great. A Game of Thrones is an awesome title, yeah. yeah. But like... Storm of Swords kind of makes no sense to me. Stor- 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 yeah. Which is uh, fucking crazy because it's the best one. Mm. <laughs> uh, me who has actually read the books and whatnot. I ain't. Um, the th- yeah, the third one's the best one and I always have to struggle to be like, is that the one that's like Storm of Swords? It's a terrible Fuck. title. Yeah, no. that's that's Witcher bad. It is <laughs> Witcher. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. Speaking Oof. of Witcher. Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That's it. Anichilotra. As you said. Mm-hmm. What about diaries? Fun. Yeah. Great title. Good. The, 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 it reads so much like a fun serial, and then have these boring titles. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, kind of like just colorless. I yeah, don't know. Like, exactly. You know, just kind of flavorless. It would have been. It felt like if they all had a title like like even even like what the Burrow shit, like a Princess of Mars. That's so evocative, and it pertains to the story. There, yeah, there's something very like old school, like mm-hmm. romantic about like you know Princess of Mars and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, this is called random access memory or something. Cause these, it's about his, about Murderbot's memories. I lo- don't know. Lots of tour books. Also classic tour books have like great titles. Like they're mm-hmm. all fucking wild. And, and even better art, baby. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love old tour covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so fucking beautiful. They're amazing. Um, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. But that's it. The actual mm-hmm. contents of the series. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this one, second book. Yeah, book Gabriel, two. Let me throw it to you actually. Be- sure. Because you're, I remember you specifically saying it's like, yeah, at the end of the first book, cause um, you were like, uh, the story, it was like, yeah, it felt like a science fiction story. It was very straightforward. Yeah. But like the characters and the world were kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, pr- when I mean characters, I mean primarily the one character. Just Murderbot. In the first one. Yeah. Um, and you Mensa, were like. kind of. Yeah, kind of. Barely. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, how did you feel? Because you said at the end of the last one, you're like, I want to see where they're going. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in. So how did you feel still in to where they went? I think this one is definitely a step forward it is actively a step forward that i like this one a lot more Mm. i mean it's it's still not hitting all the bases but for me like it was kind of like gelling into oh maybe this is what the series is and i think i get it now Mm -hmm. and i like it that for me the, the introduction of art i think i love art art's a great character yes right away that like if it's just the two of them, the entire book series, and I hope it is, that'd be awesome. I'm in. What a wonderful little device to make 
murder bot more human mm-hmm. and like you just have it have another construct to bounce off of uh ironically less human <laughs> yeah, yeah it was less human and it's it's great um but still managed to have like personality in mm-hmm. Uh, Gabe, let me ask you, actually. Yeah. Did you think that this entire book was just going to be Murderbot and Art for a while? No, I, I could okay. tell that it was it, like there was clearly a, a he's a Murderbot says in the very beginning that the drive of the story is to find out what happened in the past. <laughs> and so there was no way it wasn't going to end up in the minds. <clears throat> well, they could go to the mind, but still only have really the two characters. That's I, I, true. I was actually really excited that I was going to mm-hmm. be like that. It's like, man, that'd be crazy. This is like waiting for Godot shit. That's you know? actually a good point. I, I was a little bit like. The, the the introduction of the research team whose names are like Tappan and oh I like the whole thing about the Tercera that was cool yeah explain that oh so in this futuristic world in the society um there is there are more there are multiple genders which is awesome multiple sexes uh-huh. including a Tercera and the the pronoun is T and Ter mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't speak Spanish Tercera means third. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I just realized that. Yeah. Okay. So it is a third gender, which is which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. And like it was really subtle how how smoothly the pronouns are brought in. That was a really really nice touch. Yeah, we talked about that a little last time with with Christine whatnot with like the pronouns, especially mm-hmm. because like we have a kind of genderless uh, protagonist. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're like, and I like how the fact that it's like if you were thinking that this was just something that was kind of just like there and whatnot. Here it's like actually like oh by the mm-hmm. way genders here's like a a rainbow of like like a world building about it so yeah so but yeah. basically to sum up my 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 feelings on it right away it is that i'm like oh is this just gonna be a fun bounty hunterish style series where like like the witcher mm. where Murderbot gets thrown into a new situation that they don't want to deal with but have to deal with it because they're a reluctant hero <laughs> and then they discover more about themselves as it goes on because the more episodic, the more I'm going to be into it, probably. Because the first one was just kind of, like, ground setting. Like, I don't even like yeah. the Book of Three that much. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, okay, cool. They're, they're, I, I got much, you know, I have a, a strong affinity for cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And I got a much stronger cyberpunk utopia dystopia vibe from this one. Yes. Like, like, like where, where cyberpunk and Mass Effect meet is was this book. Yeah. And I was, I really, really liked it. I, I, I'm in further. Mm-hmm. I, if it continues to be just this, that would be fine. But again, I have higher hopes for Martha Wells. Hopefully it's building towards to be everything I want in a novel by the time we get to network connection. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Network's connection, network connection is the novel that came yeah. out this year. Yeah. I don't even know what the title of this is. Hopefully it'll was. keep on building because um, yeah. I, my expectations were met at minimum for this one, which is a win. Yeah. You had an interesting point. I didn't. It didn't really click with me until then that you kind of like, oh, this has more of a stru- cyberpunk feel. I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like corrupt, like mega powerful, like corporations. Yeah, that like basically will be like, hey, all these people are gonna die, but we're gonna save a bunch of yeah. fucking money and shit. Interpersonal hacking, a yes. sex bot. The uh the ports that are in the back of the neck and whatnot, mm-hmm. very ghost in the shell. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that's actually a good point. I didn't. It didn't really click with me until until now and whatnot. Yeah. I w- I, I start. Sorry, to interrupt <laughs> you, okay. but I immediately finished reading this, and then I started reading um the very first Shadowrun book that I've had on here for forever. Uh-huh. Never deal with the dragon, which is just the best fucking title ever. Great title. Yeah. Great title. It says everything and nothing, and it makes you very curious. Artificial Martha. <laughs> Martha. Anyway, yeah, Martha. You were saying? Uh, no. Um, and yeah, no, that's a, that's a fine point. That's it. And I kind of said this last time, like, yeah, sure. I always, 
I wish it was a grimier cyberpunk story. Yeah. That's me. And clearly the story is more successful and better received and mm-hmm. has like a bigger audience because it isn't that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, surprisingly, it does have like shocking moments of violence like towards the end and whatnot. Yeah. And it's more efficient violence too, I feel. Because I feel that in the first yeah. book, the violence is just like gunfire. Then something happened. Then gunfire. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's, yeah. Is it a little more generic? It's more generic, whereas this one specifically, it's kind of harsh. Yeah, and it's, um, it's tighter. Yeah. So, yeah, but that said, no, not like I don't, I can really have much else to say. Other Did than you like you it more than the first one? Or? I, yeah, what, I liked what, it more than the first What was your fir- feeling walking in? I liked it more than the first one. There, there's a continuing thread where the really, int- and I kind of actually want this to continue. The really interesting characters are like the robots. Yeah. Uh, the humans continue to be kind of like one note for the most part. If this book didn't have art in it, it would be the same feeling for me for the first one. Yeah. Where it's like, um, he's a robot talking to a girl, but, or she, it, they. Uh-huh. And But the introduction of art make, makes the... Um, I, I didn't love the, the, the narration necessarily in the first one. Mm-hmm. And in this one, the introduction of art makes it so much livelier. Yeah, I mean, the, there's a... Like, there's no real... Just having a foil makes all the difference in the world. Exactly. Like, there's no... Like, as much as this one has, like, is kind of plotty a little bit, like, there's no real plot for the first, like, third of it. It is literally just Murderbot and Art just fucking with each other. Yeah, watching Scandal together. And, like, that shit was actually, like, it's the best part, kind of, for the most... I mean, for the Mm -hmm. most part. Uh, it, It kind of draws you in because, like, Art is... Uh, and I tell you, and I really hope that art and both the comfort unit essentially come back. And yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, if like those are recurring characters and especially if the comfort bot comes back, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it does. It, I hope so. Uh, that, like, I know yeah. Dr. Mensa comes back. Yeah. Dr. Mensa comes back. One. Like I, in that interview, um, uh, they ask uh, Martha Wells, if you want to hang out with any character from your creations, maybe a murder bot, who would you pick? And she's like, I definitely want to hang out with Ratfi. I'm like, from the first book, whose character I don't even remember. <laughs> One of the characters who I was kind of like annoyed that it's like, like too many characters. Generic human number three. It's like, uh, it's like, yeah, no, there's a person there, but like, we don't really have much there. I think, I think a lot of that team comes back. I think. Uh, yeah. Back. I think they come back in network yeah. error. <laughs> yeah. Connectivity it, error. All right. Gabriel, moving on. Yeah. Uh-huh. L- one little thing we like to do brought to us by our old buddies from the whip around fuck cast. Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Also. It's a week late. Yeah. It's but... a week late. Technically. Um, hey, okay, hey, I did not forget because clearly I messaged him that day. <laughs> Wink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little thing brought to us by, speaking of which, birthday boy, Shawnee B. Horny. Shawnee B. Horny. Shawnee B. Hazel, we're from podcast. A uh, little thing we'd like to do called Hazy Memories. Definitely check out the Whip Around podcast for all your weird news needs. They are good friends, our weird, um, sexually attractive stepsister podcast from the bum back east oh, made it weird. for all their weird news needs if you want to hear all about the macabre and the science and all the dumb crazy shit going on in the world mm-hmm. listen to dr phil and sean at the whip around podcast on whip around wednesday whip around is one word because they are not right wing like nuts yes uh little thing gabriel yeah years from now uh-huh. would you struggle to remember the title of this book i mean like i was this whole, this whole time yeah like this whole time when you remember reading the second book Murderbot diaries part two mm-hmm what is your hazy memory? Um, I think my my favorite hazy memory from the thing is going to be that final climax because I thought it w- it was written in a way that made me stop and reread it mm-hmm. two or three times. Like, I-, I think it's it's a it's a skill to do sudden shocking violence, like almost cinematic violence, 
in literature. Mm -hmm. And Martha Wells does some really excellent action writing in this, especially after Tlacy gets kind of like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like stopped, um, uh, this man did not, anyway, um, when they, when Murderbot tries to rescue um, Tapan in the other room Mm -hmm. and in a, in very, very efficient prose, it describes how, uh, in a series of events, Tapan was shot by the guard during the skirmish. Mm-hmm. Murderbot is furious. Um, Tlacy tries to be like, it was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> and Murderbot fucking murders Tlacy very quick, uses her as a human shield, <laughs> and then kills the guard like brutally very quickly and takes care of um, Tapan. Mm. And I'm like, that was very efficient. And I wasn't expecting it of this book. Yeah. And uh, this is why I wish I fucking read it. Yeah. Audiobooks. <laughs> Take that, audiobooks. I'm enjoying you immensely, but sometimes you just don't cut it. I mean, I've, I've listened to the Steve Martin book and um, Rachel McAdams uh, and King Gables like like 20 times right now. Yeah, you also love farts. I do love farts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an acronym? Yes. Fucking art repossessed terrorist. Fucking Anglican ravishing total sexies. But there's an S there? Farts? Oh, I said fart. Oh, did I say farts? Oh, I gotta add an S. I don't know. How about one of my favorite movies, which is about snakes? I believe it. Yeah, have you heard of it? It's a real movie. (laughs) I'm in. All right, Gabriel. Uh Uh, My Hazy Memory? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know if I actually have one. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Are you going to remember the, the time where Nemesis attacked Jill? There, yeah, no, just like kind of playing through it and everything like that. It's just like, you know, the first time you're just amazed at how like fucking well done everything is. Yeah. And then uh, it's still stupid as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. And then after a while, you're just like, all right, I'm starting to see how kind of simple it was. And I wish it was a little more complex. That's fair. No, really. And I have a hard time picturing exactly what the fuck I really like. I think my big Art. one, My I think my big one was also, I, I've said in the thing, uh, it's the idea that Nothing. art watches. I win. <laughs> Very one point yes uh gabriel uh that art has to watch a tv show while watching the show and also yeah. think like there's, there's something, something really interesting yeah, about that chi- like a child like oh. joy in that which i think is really great yeah there's something... and then they watch sanctuary they watch them uh, the world hoppers the, the yeah. adventure show with um tap it oh goodness excuse me bur- not my burp there and like and like clearly art's like 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 excitedly watching both her reactions and uh and murder bots reactions yeah because it's a new way to enjoy it <laughs> There's something... Uh, Art's great. Art's great, yeah. There, there's something wonderfully like childlike about it or how like this incredibly intelligent thing... It's like, like a precocious kid. That. It's almost a precocious kid. And also, uh, doesn't um, Murderbot also kind of do that where like it's, it learns because... There's an interesting thing where like Murderbot isn't isn't good with like essentially making eye contact. Let's yeah, say Murderbot's very socially awkward because a a sec unit is not treated at all like a human. It's treated like property, yeah. even though it is a human. And it's still very it much properties. And it basically is very much in the headspace. I kind of referred to like there's a kind of like autistic kind of thing with, yeah. with Murderbot a little bit there. Mm, there's a spectrum equality to Murderbot. There, but there's an intro. Doesn't isn't there a thing where like Murderbot like to kind of read to kind of get like from comfortable in like a situation or mm-hmm. like to f- understand what they're feeling? Doesn't it like learn? It's like oh, to get what this person's saying, I could also look at how these other people are kind of reacting. Doesn't that happen? Well, part of it is that Murderbot. Whenever it's too uncomfortable for Murderbot yeah. to hold eye contact, uh-huh. Murderbot will watch. Through camera feeds itself <laughs> yeah, speaking it to others. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's so cool. It, what a great idea. It is. That, that that was I really dig it. So that's that was my <laughs> hazy memory. That's what it sure. was. Sure. 
Uh, no, I, yeah, I dig that. Gabriel, yeah. yeah. Let's not talking about artificial conditioner and dry shampoo. Sounds good to me. And next My hair week, is really itchy. We're going to talk about book three. Book three, which <laughs> is called... What is it called? Uh, Lost Connection? Is it really? No, that's a fucking... Uh, fucking that British guy's goddamn book. Is it, is it called um, Malware Has Been Detected on Your Computer? Gabriel, I want you to guess. Is it called Are You Sure want to, You Want to Put Your Computer to Sleep? Are you sure you want that, sir? Boop. Are you... Boop. it's not called um would you like to renew winrar okay here it is gabriel Mm -hmm. it is the memorable title rogue protocol oh jesus two words that are very vague (laughs) yeah i'm like tertiary indifference gabriel (laughs) with another title no no no, thank god protocol uh gabriel yeah one little thing we like to do Uh uh-huh and this this fuckery called a show Mm -hmm. it's called plugs suckery and fuckery gabriel yeah we need a plug gabriel i want you to plug okay um uh jeepers um ladies and gentlemen if you haven't done it already please check out self-evident asian america stories they're going strong season two talking about racism and the reaction to asians in the time of covid because shit ain't pretty um my episode that i wrote and produced and performed was in season one um, episode three, the talk we were supposed to have. I'm very proud of it. It's about my life. It was featured on both the AV Club and San Francisco Public Radio. So give that a listen if you want to know me even deeper, inside and out, like Leslie Feist once said. Mm. Um, listen to our friend Christy Brannon's show. It's all downhill of Christy Brannon, uh-huh, where she uh-huh. has wonderful in-depth talks about with, with comedians and actors. Hopefully Dan will be on the show soon about the time when you realize your life is going downhill. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, and follow me on Instagram at read.richards, read like reading a book. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Gabriel, you can bark, bark. follow me at bark, bark on uh, Instagram at Top Gun Radio and on Instagram at Slow Readers. Hey! Not very active right now. I'll do it again sometime. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Uh, however, you can buy my fiction right now on ebook, the, my favorite way to read a book. Yay. Uh, and, uh, any ebook retailers, but on Amazon, you get the physical copies. They you are... have to read it on your phone to get the full Daniel Gonzalez experience. Yeah, god damn it. Mm-hmm. I started doing that with the new Jeff Vandermeer book. Yeah. Uh, but And also, I just want to say that uh, I help uh, uh, work, I help the, the, the fucking Wondery team, the limited series Wondery team, but out a new show called uh, Guru, The Dark Side of Enlightenment. Yeah, if you guys like Dr. Death, if you like mm-hmm. Dirty John, if you like any of these other incredible, wondery, true crime human interest shows, check out Guru and Daniel fucking worked on it. Yes, I listened to hours of those fucking uh, uh, raw interviews and mm-hmm. they were very upsetting. Yeah, where they called you Danielle. And, oh, and no, that was in the, the narration, the guy he called me Danielle. Well, I haven't saved right. my computer. But anyway, Gabriel, I helped. Yeah. I helped that a little bit. Yay. Yay. And speaking of helping a little bit, mm-hmm. Gabriel, I need you to help me and end the show. Um, how do we do that? Yeah, push that button over there. Oh, fuck. Push it. Push Rate, it. subscribe, and review. There you go. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com. Top